A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Magmel is a production of iHeartRadio and Bamford Productions. Look what I can do, Mommy. Where did I put that? Ah, there it is. Look at me, Mommy. I see you, sweetie. Mommy's a little busy at the moment, though, okay? Look at me. Look at me, Mommy. Look at me. Mom. No, no. What are you doing? Are you going out? No. Why do you ask that? You're putting on your nice clothes. <sighs> no, honey. Mommy just has an important video call in a few minutes, so I want to look my best. Who are you calling? Someone I want to be my boss. Look at what I can do. Okay. Talking points. Experience. Physical look at what I can do. Mommy. Oh my Mommy. Caitlin, please. Look it. Caitlin. Mom. Oh, my gosh. Stop dump- jumping on the bed. How many times have I told you that? But look how high I can Caitlin, get. stop it. Sorry, Mommy. Look, sweetie, this call is very important for Mommy, okay? Can you just, I, I don't know, go play in the front yard for a little bit while I take this? Will you come play with me after? Only if you're a good girl and you stay out of the street. But... No buts. No street. It's dangerous. But what if my ball goes out in the street? Then I'll get it later. Got it? Caitlin. Got it. Okay. Good. Now, run along. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Sid. You can do this. Take a deep breath, be confident, and show them that you're the best person for this. Okay, here we go. Breathe. Breathe, breathe. Hi. Yes, that's me. Hi there, Dr. Owens. Uh, I'm Captain Kevin Prescott. It's a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you too, Captain Owens. Really, it's an honor to even be considered for this. So thank you for the opportunity, and please just call me Sid. Oh, in that case, call me Kevin. Uh, And thank you for taking the time today to speak with me. I I know you've already been through a few rounds of interviews, and I assure you that this is just a formality, more of a personality test, if anything, to see how you'd mesh. Of course. So, I know it's all a bit top secret, so I'm not sure how much they told you about Project Magmel, but I can tell you a little bit about my role here, if you'd like. Oh, yes, of course, please do. I mean, I did my due diligence to learn as much as I could about it when this opportunity arose, but the 
specifics I've been in the dark about. Well, um, I am one of the special project directors on it, and I've been spearheading a few of the ongoing studies, including the NGC-7293 one. Are you familiar with NGC-7293? I am, actually. The Helix Nebula, one of my favorite nebulas, if that's not too nerdy to say. (laughs) No, no, not at all. Honestly, color me impressed. It's something I've been reading about since I was a little girl, and it's always fascinated me. Well, it sounds like this might be right up your alley then. But uh, before we get into that, what can you tell me about you? Uh, I've already read over your resume and your history and all that, and it is fascinating. Your whole course of study. But uh, tell me about Sydney Owens. Who is she? Uh, how did she get here? <sighs> that That's definitely a loaded question. Um, well, as you know, my background is in biology originally, but I sort of created my own course of study during my PhD program with astrobiology. And I kind of took bits and pieces from other programs they had available to suit it towards the biology of space, how we can study things out there and how it affects us. I supplemented that with astronomy, concentrating not just on what we do know of outer space, but also theoretical astronomy as well. Why theoretical astronomy? I guess because we know so little about what's out there. We know a lot about what we do know, but there is a big, big world beyond that. So trying to figure out what else could be out there and what it means for science was a big part of why I sort of charted my own course. (laughs) To be honest, that is exactly the kind of thing we're looking for. Project Magmel is really trying to branch our current knowledge and expand it. There are so many things that we are hoping to check off the list with this, and on my end, that really extends to quite a few different areas. But I guess the reason I'm talking to you specifically today is that there is a very particular aspect of the NGC-7293 mission that I thought you might be perfect for. Can you tell me more about it? That's wonderful. So it is an exploration, like I have heard. (laughs) I can at least tell you that much, yes. But if I get my way, we may just be co-workers on this thing. (laughs) But I I do have to let you know that Project Magmel is a huge commitment, and it takes up a lot of my time. My wife is also working on it, which is nice for me, since I get to work so closely with her, but it's a huge time suck for everything else. Which leads me to my next question. You have a daughter, Caitlin, right? Yes, I do. Man, she is full of energy, and she's only six years old. I wish I had some of her spunk still. That would certainly help with some of the late-night research sessions, that's for sure. Well, she sounds wonderful. I absolutely love to meet her sometime. She's running around somewhere outside, but... Hey, I'll be sure to introduce you when I can.
Yes. We're divorced, so he gets Caitlin every other week, amicable for the most part, but he's a good dad. And Caitlin will be staying with him if I'm brought on for this. Honestly, just a better understanding of the world we live in would be enough. You know, people are just so close-minded and take the Earth for granted. We are born here and most people will die here too. They don't think beyond its borders and even though we, as humans, have been slowly dipping our toe into deep space exploration, there is so much more we can learn from it. There is so much we don't understand and we can really benefit from. There are the big picture questions like, what does it all mean? Where did it all come from? How did these balls of gas form? What causes some of them to create life? Mm, That kind of stuff. But also the more practical ones like how to survive in environments that are not like our own. How to grow food there, quantum physics, that sort of thing. is something I would love to be a part of. It really seems like this is the type of project where I could just thrive, and I would really be an asset to the team. (laughs) I I, am sorry. Could you, could you excuse me for just a moment? Yeah, is everything all right? Yes, there seems to be a commotion outside. Would you, would you give me a second? I just, I, uh, I need to check on my daughter. I don't want her near any of it. Thank you. Caitlin? Caitlin? Kate? Kate, where are you, sweetie? Magmill. Episode 8. The Past is the Past. Good morning, Magmel crew. Today is March 23rd. You are currently 100 kilometers from the Helix Nebula. Congratulations, ladies. After 754 days, 
Today is the day your mission finally comes to fruition. <sighs> Good morning, T. <sighs> is Jenna awake yet? She is not. She will likely ignore the morning chime another time or two, like usual, before getting up. <laughs> she did have a little too much again last night. I'm sure her head is killing her. I'll be sure to have aspirin at the ready. Do you want me to prepare breakfast? Actually, no. I'll do it. I feel like I should make a good one with it being a big day and all. <laughs> I'll begin the rehydration process of the eggs then. Thank you. Jenna is awake. Oh, good. I'm almost done. Well, there she is. Good morning, sleepyhead. Why is tea being... Oh. What's wrong? Nothing. I just thought I heard Jenna. Here she comes now. Sid, Proteus is being a prick again. <laughs> That's strange. What's strange? I just had the strangest... Um... Never mind. Okay, don't you think it's a little too early for strangeness? Yeah. Anyway, I made you breakfast because... You know we're going to be busy later. Mm, thank you. Ooh, bacon and eggs. Looks like someone went through the trouble of rehydrating the good stuff today. Ooh, must, must be, be a, a special, special occasion. occasion. Yeah. Special, like I just said. I know, I just... I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> well, I'm just glad you went through all that and not me, because we both know I would have given up on, on stuff, step too. Yeah. Okay, are you okay? Uh, I think so, I don't know. Oh, I feel strange. <laughs> Strange how? Like deja vu. Is that why you're finishing my sentences? I don't know, I just um, heard what you were going to say before you say it. Is that weird? Yeah, that's super weird, Sydney. Fuck, I didn't know you had psychic abilities in your psych profile, let alone that they would manifest on the most important day of our lives. I'm sorry, it's just, I don't know, I... I feel like I'm hearing flashes or something. It's probably just your nerves. Have a seat, eat some breakfast, we have a big day ahead of us. Fuck, the nebula's close, so let's get ready for it, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Magmail will return after these messages. I am the ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the Ferryman of Souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. All 12 episodes of The Passage are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to Magmill. 
I've never seen this before. Something is off, way off, because none of this makes sense. Magmel status report. Communication systems are offline. Sensors are offline. Engine damage at 67%. Replacement for Cortona. There's another ship out there. We either try to get out of this ourselves or we die a slow, painful death when we run out of oxygen. Jana? Jana, do you read me? Jana! Today is March 24th. This is Sydney session number 543. Hello, Sydney. How are you today? I'm stressed, to be honest with you. Understandably so, given the circumstances, don't you think? The entire day has been a massive shit show, that's for sure. Do you want to talk about what happened? What else is there to talk about? I'm still feeling off about everything. Let's start with that feeling. Deja vu, you called it. I don't know what it is, but something feels wrong, like... I felt like I know what Jan is going to say before she says it. Do you feel like that all of the time? No, just... Sometimes, like I get a flash and hear it in my head before she says it out loud. Today has been very stressful, so don't discount that being the cause of it. The human mind is a fascinating machine, and sometimes wires get crossed. Deja vu is essentially a malfunction, in a way. Our brain is tricking us into believing we have seen or heard something before, when in fact, It is new information being mislabeled. Yeah, but how does that explain how I was able to finish her sentences? You two have been close for a long time. You've been on this ship together with no other interaction, so you are bound to pick up on her speech patterns. I don't know. This just feels like more than that, though. What about when Janna was on her shipwalk on the other ship? How was that for you? Nerve-wracking, honestly, and infuriating. I hate that she feels like she can't trust me still. And I don't know, I I feel like I come off as an overprotective mother sometimes. Especially when she was over there, I feel like I was watching her every move, trying to be there for her to to prepare her for anything that may come her way. But also feeling helpless because she was there and I was here. But again, understandably so. It could have been a dangerous situation, so you were expressing your concern, no? I was just scared for her. And when the radio went dark, I just... I couldn't help but feeling... hopeless. For Jana? Well, yes, but... also for me. What do you mean? What if something happened to her over there? What would happen to me? I'd, I'd be left alone, and I'd have no idea what to do. Spiraling into negative thoughts like that is dangerous for you, Sydney. You worked on this before, on ways to help you not go down that path. I know. And even though it was only for a few minutes when she came back online, I was so relieved. But even now, I can't help but feeling like something had happened to her over there. Something she isn't telling me. Is this more of your deja vu feeling? I don't know for sure. It's different, but the same. I just felt like when I couldn't reach her when it was only static, I heard something. Something like what? Like a voice. Not Jana's, but someone else's. As I said at the time, I did not detect anything on my sensors. 
It was likely the stress of the situation, playing tricks on your mind. I know, but the voice, it was... It was what, Sydney? It sounded like... Caitlin. I know, I, I know, that sounds crazy. At first, I thought it was coming from outside, outside the ship itself, calling out to me, but... I now know it was just in my head. My mind was manifesting it for some reason because it's... It was just so stressful and so familiar. What did you hear her say? She said, help me. She said she was so cold, she couldn't get warm. Which you realize is significant because of yes, how she- Yes, I realize it's significance, thank you. Are you okay? I don't know, am I? Your heart rate is elevated and your body temperature has gone up. So that's a no. I know, it's been three years, but I can't seem to get over it. The death of a child is not something anyone can just get over. It is something that they carry with them for the rest of their lives, knowingly or not. <laughs> but what parent sequesters themselves into a spaceship thousands of miles away to get away from it while still <laughs> talking back to the same three video recordings over and over to relive those moments? Yes, that is unusual. But, to be fair, I do indulge you in that sometimes. When I feel you've had a particularly rough day, or are in need of a pick-me-up. You know, sometimes I watch those videos and, and it's almost like I'm looking at an echo from the past. At a life that doesn't exist anymore. At Sydney, she's... She was a different person then. And I don't think that person, that version of Sid, exists anymore. Or can ever exist again. I don't think you give yourself enough credit, though. You were cleared for Project Magmal, even after everything you had gone through. Command may have had their doubts on if you would be able to handle it, but you passed all the evaluations. You clearly made a lot of progress. But I feel like I'm regressing now. I can't help but feel like maybe I just lied to myself back then that I, that I put on a show for myself and for everyone else because I had to get away. I couldn't be in that house anymore. I couldn't be in that city hell. I, I couldn't be on the same planet. So I did what I could to get away, to get to where I am now. You're still undermining your successes and achievements. You've made great strides. Maybe I have to, but I've come to realize that when you're in space and you're isolated away from everyone and everything else, you have nowhere else to go. You have to confront your feelings, you have to sit with them, and face them head on, and a part of me regrets it now. You're blaming yourself again, and you can't do that. You're not responsible but for I what But I am responsible. I am responsible. And in a way, so is Magmel. If, if I only paid more attention to her that day, if I didn't tell her to go outside... You're spiraling down that I, negative thought path again. I've just gone outside Please, with take her. a moment to breathe just... and reflect. The past is the past, and we can't change it now. But what if we can? If we can what? Change it. Change things for the better if we can go back and we can do it all again. I would take it all back in a heartbeat. I'd not take that call. I wouldn't even apply to Project Magmel. 
I'd do it all differently. Sydney, Hell, please. I'd even stop us from going on this damn mission to begin with. We'd stay far, far away from the stupid nebula and save us the trouble. Sydney, please. What's done is done. Even if you could go back, if you could change something, you don't know if things would be better. The only thing we do have is the present, and we need to make the most of it. Yeah. I think here is a good place to stop for the day. Perhaps you should make yourself something to eat. You might feel better. Actually, I thought I'd take a look at that idol Jana brought back. See if I could make any sense of it. That's an excellent idea. I'm happy to assist while I wait for Jana to finish her shower. <laughs> yeah, knowing her, she's probably going for double length. Extra hot again today. It seems likely. And Sydney. Yeah. It's not your fault. Remember that, okay? Yeah. You got it. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's your fault. Your fault. Your 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 fault. Magmail will return after these messages. I am the Ferryman. In the shadows of the afterlife, the Ferryman of Souls guides America's most influential spirits to their eternal rest. Where are you taking me? Are you death? This road is not on any map. How much for a ticket? All I ask for in payment is a tale. I don't know who got to Kennedy first. And the devastation those first bombs caused. I've never been to hell, but I know intimately the hymns of the damned. All 12 episodes of The Passage are available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to Magmill. What happened on the ship, Jana? Some of these readings, they match some of the stuff I found on the scan of the mold. Why didn't you save me, Mommy? So what about the idol then? One step closer and I swear I'll smash it. Look what you did! Fuck this, T. Land the fucking ship. I'm going out there. This was a bad fucking idea. What was? Jana out there all alone on this fucking planet? Why did we let her go? We didn't have much of a choice. When Jana gets an idea in her head, 
you know how stubborn she is about it. Yes, but we don't know what's out there. It could be dangerous. We are on an alien planet, yes. But I am sure she can handle herself. I'm not getting any readings from this planet either. Are your scans working? They are. There must be some kind of interference. I'm sure it will pass. Can you raise Jin on the comms? Unfortunately, no. The interference is extending to short-range transmissions as well. Fuck, this isn't right. Something is wrong. You are stressed, Sydney. You are overreacting to an already tense situation. I am not overreacting. Something is very, very wrong here. I can feel it. I am not detecting any changes in the environment. She has handled herself perfectly, all things considered. With the situation, the nebula, your insubordination. What insubordination? I'm sorry? What did you just say about my insubordination? I didn't say anything. You did disobey a direct order. I did not disobey an order. Janna is not my superior. We're the same rank. Sydney, are you all right? In name, yes. But functionally speaking, Janna is in charge of this vessel. Do you hear that? But she's also supposed to be my friend. She doesn't have the right to boss me around like that. I do not detect anything. How could you not? Maybe it's the... Where's the idol? It's gone, Sydney. We threw it away. But where is it? I can hear it! There is nothing to hear. It's gone. Smashed into pieces, incinerated in the trash chute, and purged. What is wrong? Okay. Tell me, what do we know about it? Is it is it connected to the mold in any way? Sydney, I don't think that now- Tell me, what do we know? We don't know much. We can infer that the idol was likely made by the natives of this planet to pay tribute to something. A god of their own invention, most likely. What do you mean? It is similar to the ancient cultures on Earth, in a way. When faced with things they do not understand, even things we now know are explainable by science, they create stories and myths around them to comprehend. Like how the burning ball of light in the sky was moved by the gods, creating day and night. Or how squids and whales were thought to be sea monsters before the ocean was explored. The inhabitants here, they likely created a story around the creature the idol represents to explain something that happened. So, it's not a real thing. It's a story? Well, we don't know for sure, but that is the most likely scenario. No. No. No, no this can't be happening again. Stay the fuck away from Why? me! Why? Why is it speaking to me? It was speaking to you. I heard it. I can still hear it now. Can't you? I am not detecting anything. Get off me! It's Jenna. She's in trouble. I can assure you that she is not. She is doing fine out there. All of her vitals are normal. Then raise her comms. I can't. The interference is still blocking it. But her vitals are getting through. Yes. Then you have her coordinates. Where is she? Sydney, I don't think you should Where be going- Where is she? She needs my help. Stop it. Help. Help. Help me. <laughs> I am sending them to you now. But it could be dangerous for you to go out there. You shouldn't She go. is in trouble, T. I just can't sit here and let her die. Jana? Jana, are you there? Jana! Help me, Mommy. Caitlin? Caitlin, is that you? Sydney Caitlin is dead. Help me, please, Mommy. 
so cold. God, it can't be her, but it, it just it's just like her. What if? Caitlin, it's mommy. I'm here, sweetie. It hurts, mommy. It hurts so much. Baby, please. Just... Just... Tell me where you are. Over here. I'm coming. Just stay calm, okay? But it's too late for me, mommy. I'm dead. Remember? No, no, baby, you're not. I, I, I can hear you. Where are you? Jana's in trouble. It's too late for her. You aren't real, and, and Jana, she needs me. She needs me. Jana! It's, it's crawling up my fucking arm. Jana! Get off! Jana, I hear off. you! Oh, hey! Hey! I'm coming! Oh, Jana! Look what you've done! Help me! Stop fighting it, Jana! Here we go! What are you doing to me? It's too late, Mommy. You can't save her. You can stay with me. I, I can't. I have to do this. But you don't. Don't you love me? Baby, I do so, so, so much. Of, of course I do. And stay with me. Both of you. Forever. Oh, this isn't real. It's okay, Mommy. She is ours now. And you should stay too. No, damn it! No! No, you, you're not my daughter. Do you hear me? You're not my Caitlyn. She, she is gone and you're not her. Now leave us alone. Sid. Come on, let's go, Jenna. We gotta get you out of here before that thing gets here. What is going on? We are stuck in the gravitational pull of the black hole. Fuck, how long do we have? Collision with its nexus in approximately 30 seconds. Help me, Mommy. Oh, fuck. No, 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 no. Not now. Sydney. Why weren't you there for me, Mommy? I can hear her still. Sydney, this isn't the time. Why weren't you there? Caitlin. You weren't. But you can be. Caitlin. Warning. Impact imminent. You can be there for me now. How? How can I be? You just need to do one thing. What? Impact in three. What do I need to do? What do I... Two. I remember. I remember. One. I remember everything. Good morning, Magmel crew. Today is March 23rd. You are currently 100 kilometers from the Helix Nebula. Congratulations, ladies. After 754 days, today is the day your mission finally comes to fruition.
Magmel, starring Ali Trasher, Julia Henning, and BJ Grip. Additional voices in this episode provided by Katon Chanko and Mac Manson, written by Jeff Heimbuck and Lindsay Scoggin, directed and edited by Jeff Heimbuck, produced by Jeff Heimbuck and Ali Trasher, executive produced by Holly Fry, audio engineered by Corey Celeste and Alex Gona, original musical score by Corey Celeste, Additional songs by The Ramekins, as played by Roscoe Soltrain. Magmel is a production of iHeartRadio and Bamford Productions. Questions? Comments? Email us at projectmagmel at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll see you when we see you. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.